Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's episode, my big idea is to discuss celebrations and to explore whether you are celebrating enough. I explore the wonderful benefits of celebrating. Are you too busy to celebrate? Or maybe you think celebrations are simply not worth the effort. I identify seven specific benefits, and there are more, so that you are inspired to consider more thoughtfully, more consciously, what it is that you could be celebrating. Celebrating your many wins, or any wins, or even simple progress, builds your self-confidence, your self-esteem, your self-belief, and your self-awareness. If you've been thinking that celebrations are simply not worth it, then I hope this episode might make you think again. Our format for this show is in four parts. First, I explore the big idea of the week. Secondly, I share six resources for you to help you implement the big idea. Thirdly, I review some happenings over the past week. And then finally, background details of me and the foundational principles for this show at the end of the show for newer viewers and listeners. So let's get into today's big idea. Make sure you celebrate. There are wonderful benefits of doing so. Today's big idea developed from three celebrations that have occurred over the last week. Firstly, the celebration of the life of Queen Elizabeth after 70 years on the throne. And now the funeral is going to be in the next day or so, and we will be celebrating her life. Then... We celebrated my granddaughter's seventh birthday. And then it's football finals time in Australia for Australian, uh, Australian, foot, Australian rules football and also the rugby league. And at the end of each finals match, or indeed every match, the players celebrate. They stand around singing songs, celebrating the win. They never sing a song when they haven't won. Just imagine a dental practice of 10 members of the, of the practice at the end of each week, standing around in a group, holding uh, arms linked, singing a song. You know, what would you be celebrating each week at the dental practice? But professional footballers do that. You know, they have a window and, and they're paid to do this. And if, it's, if, it was a, if it was an important win, a hard-fought win, you can see the spirit, the the passion as they're celebrating, as they're singing. We celebrate funerals, birthdays, sport, graduations, so many things to celebrate. And there are seven big benefits, seven big benefits of doing so. And I can come up with more, but I don't want to make this too long, but I want to, by reminding you of these benefits, then you become more thoughtful about celebrating. The first one, it 
helps you to appreciate the this experience of life it builds your ability to be grateful and being grateful and being in a state of grateful of, of gratitude helps us cope with the challenges of our lives secondly it imprints in our subconscious minds the joyful feeling of progress of having a win it's so easy to beat ourselves up because we don't know everything and indeed there's far more that we don't know than we do know and that can lead to a constant downplaying of our wonderful capabilities to live life in our in our limited way limited for every person on the planet but it stops you saying to yourself i'm hopeless i'm useless no you are so wonderful in so many ways and the celebrations imprint and particularly when they're joyful and there's emotion attached to them they're an imprint in your subconscious mind about how truly capable you are about a whole range of competencies that you have and you go to other celebrations and it reminds you when they're celebrating of your own wins but i'm talking about you taking part in these celebrations and so that you are giving your subconscious mind that message hey it's worth striving because it's such fun when the rewards for the striving are experienced but if you don't celebrate you miss out on that joy and then you go what's the point thirdly it helps to overturn any sense of hopelessness oh, there's not no point striving in life because i'm not going to get anywhere no each celebration becomes part of that joy there's there's of, of hopefulness of the next celebration experience avoid hopelessness and if you are stuck in that realm of saying oh, it's hopeless it's hopeless then celebrations and finding something to celebrate can help to start to get you out of that space fourthly celebration creates rhythm in life and i'm a musician and having some rhythm you know where you're working 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 and then you stop and you go to a seven-year-old's birthday party you stop and you go to the football and in the joy of that you 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 get out of the space of, of just focusing on work or focusing on duty and it takes you into a different rhythm and and that it's that's that you know compared to being a, a prisoner you know in a in a jail or i was thinking of you know the war recently for, which i'll tell you about in the review of the week you know and you you're in a prisoner of war camp and there's the, the there's the hopelessness of relentlessly the same day the same day the same day no create the opportunity to make your day a variable create rhythm in your life fifthly attending celebrations helps you think about what you value it helps you articulate consciously your values when you go to when you watch the funeral of queen elizabeth you know you, it, it helps you think about gosh what is important in life and so a celebration can become that opportunity yes that's what i think is important in my life and then you create the opportunities to put your values into practice another example of that in celebrations is golf like my business people who are so business who are so busy they spend time practicing golf why because of the joy the joy of of a great golf shot it's 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 
it's a magical thing. I play golf. I've played a lot of golf and it's such a great experience. And the few times when you hit a ball precisely as you want to plan it and you hit it, you go, wow. And that, that, that thrill is worth the time and the effort of the shots that didn't work. Sixth, the unifying power, the sixth benefit, the unifying power of music and song. Because at the funeral, at the seven, at my granddaughter's seven-year-old birthday party and the sport, people are singing. There's music because it, it taps into our soul, into our spirit, because music is the language of the soul. And so human beings get together in celebration. They sing happy birthday. They sing the team song. They sing hymns at the funeral. Tapping back into your soul takes you away from the mental grind that life can become. And then lastly, a variation on benefit number six is benefit number seven. It can be pure fun to celebrate, to go to a wedding and celebrate. It's fun. Not enough people, in my experience, are having enough fun. Why? Because they're caught up in all the stuff they can't do. And so celebration puts you into that fun space, even if it's for two hours. So I think there's lots of benefits for celebrating. I think that thinking about whether you celebrate enough is a worthwhile exercise. And as I prepared this episode, it made me think, what am I not celebrating enough? Or am I celebrating enough? Am I going to enough parties? Am I knocking back invitations because I don't want to be in that celebratory space? I think about it. I hope this episode helps you to think about it. Here are some resources to help you think about this idea of celebration. And of course, the song that I'm going to share with you is by performed by Cliff Richard. And Julie pointed out to me that the that the writers, the, the songwriters were Mick Jagger and Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. And the song is Congratulations and Celebrations When I Tell Everyone. Now, this is a love song, but it's a rhythmic, boppy song. And you sing it and you almost feel like smiling and particularly celebrating the fact that someone's in love with me and someone's in love with you. There's another song. They go, celebration time. Come on. If you prefer that one, get into that one. Celebrate. My book this week is by Jack Stack. I love his name, Jack Stack, you know, because first name and last name ends in CK, which is my initials. The great game of business. So segueing from the game of football, you know, with professionals who earn millions of dollars a year singing songs together. Well, the great game of business, you treat business, your work as a game. And on page 37, chapter 3 of this book, The Great Game of Business, there's a nice paragraph at the, at the start of the chapter. How do you start the great game of business? By creating a series of small wins, by showing people how it feels to be a winner. Believe me, that's one of the rarest feelings in business today. Even successful companies are filled with people who are depressed, scared, and dissatisfied. Such feelings are symptoms of a serious business disease, one that can quickly become life-threatening. It's an excellent book. I've had companies that swear by the benefits that they've had from it. 
but a series of small wins. Having wins in your life lifts your spirits. My spiritual tip this week, meditate in the context of Queen Elizabeth's funeral, meditate on funerals that you have attended. Think, you know, as you're doing a meditation, think back to these funerals and, and what you learned about the lives of these people and what you learned about yourself whilst attending those funerals, because they are quiet times. And I have found in those quiet times, insights into me and, and uh, then thinking back to those funerals that I've attended, I've had benefit to go, ah, oh, yes, that's what it reminded me to do when I was at that person's funeral. One of the other insights that I've had by reviewing funerals is who are the people who are alive today whose funeral I will be likely to attend that I would love to know more about them before they die rather than hearing about those things in their eulogies to, to really get into why they did what they did, particularly if they're people who we admire. My health tip is, is to bring to your attention, there are video sets available online, and one of them is called The Truth About Cancer. There are wonderful video resources available, not expensive, less than $100, often six, seven, eight, ten videos of alternative views of health solutions. And so if you've got a health problem or someone you know has got a health problem, these video sets could be great birthday presents, could be great celebration presents, could be relevant to you if you have a cancer issue, for example. There is so much information, so much wonderful information that you are unlikely to find in the mainstream media. My quote relates to freedom, and it's by Dwight Eisenhower, the president of the US from 52, he was elected in 52 and then 56 again after World War II. He was in the military in World War II and apparently a much loved US president. But to celebrate, you need to be free to celebrate, unlike communist countries where they put on these show celebrations or you're forced to go out there and wave flags and pretend to be happy. Freedom to celebrate. Well, that made me think about, hey, what's a, what's a good message on freedom? And it's by Eisenhower. Freedom has its life in the hearts, the actions, the spirits of individuals. And so it must be daily earned and refreshed. Else, like a flower cut from its life-giving roots, it will wither and die. I urge you, be aware of the value, the importance of freedom. And if you don't nurture that love of freedom, it will wither and die. And since we're talking about funerals, I thought, I thought, as I'm drinking a yummy drink of coffee, mmm, I thought a couple of funny stories tied into death and funerals would um, give you a chuckle. And the first one is a father who's about to lecture his son, who was somewhat scatterbrained and frivolous. Jim, he said, 
you're getting to be a man now. And you ought to take life more seriously. Just think, if I died today, where would you be? I'd be right here, Dad, said Jim. But a bigger question is, where would you be? <laughs> and and story at the zoo, small boy at the zoo with his father. They were looking at the tigers. And his father was telling him how ferocious they were. Daddy, if the tigers got out and ate you up, yes, son, the father asked, ready to console him, which bus would I take home? <laughs> ah, go kids, go kids. All right. So I hope these resources help you think about today's big idea to help you live life on your terms, to help you get greater enjoyment out of life. My aim for this show is to provoke you, to inspire you, to educate you, to motivate you, to make your life as magnificent as you are capable of making it and shifting your beliefs about what you believe you're capable of making it, of raising your self-awareness about your life. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, to this YouTube channel, to discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest on my website, charlescoves.com, and to look at corporate programs, public programs at coves.com. My books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are both available on those websites. Now, let's review what's happened of note in the past week in my life, in Julie's life, in our life, in the life of the world. Well, during the week, I attended a commemoration of the, the 82nd anniversary or commemoration of the Battle of Britain. It was the 82nd anniversary of the Battle of Britain, the air conflict over France Channel, uh, over the English Channel, over England in September 1940. And there were some people who were in the Royal Australian Air Force and the Royal Air Force at that dinner, getting somewhat elderly, you might say. But it was, again, a, a commemoration of the young people in those days fighting for freedom. Um, I moderated two global meetings again with Dr. Daniel Nagazi, a courageous Canadian doctor and flight, flight surgeon, uh, Dr. Pete Chambers who was talking about pilots and talking about the health of pilots. All through the week, the media has been full of the death of uh, Queen Elizabeth II, so mass media coverage and Parliament gets suspended and there's a public holiday declared for Australia on Thursday of this week, but it's a big deal. And it reminded me of the value of a constitutional monarchy where the monarch dies and immediately King Charles III appears, named Charles, yes, King Charles III. Charles is becoming a big name now for the next five, ten years. Very exciting for me as a Charles, I must say. I'm very excited by that. But the seamless switch showed the value of the constitutional monarchy. I'm a total supporter of it. All right, so if you're new to the show, stick around. The foundational principles of the show and my background are coming right up. Again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I wish for you a wonderful celebratory week 
full of challenge, passion, and fun. Look forward to having you back here. Have a great one. Thanks for being with us. Bye. And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles of the show, here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covey Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. 
This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, it reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we, we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.